This week's episode of the Living Strong Podcast is brought to you by Spartan Race Canada. I'm so happy I've teamed up with Spartan Race for the podcast because as many of you guys know, the Spartan Race was the first race I ever signed up for and it changed my life dramatically. So we teamed up together for the podcast and I got you guys an amazing discount code on all open heats. The discount is for 30% and it's valid until the end of the year. So this discount code, you can't use it after January 1st. You got to use it before December 31st, 2019. So the discount code is SRCA071, SRCA071, and you'll get 30% off on all your open heats. Sign up to a race, change your life, aru. Welcome back to another episode of the Living Strong Podcast. This week, we sit down with Jimmy Abraham, a really good friend of mine. We talk about how he fell in love with health and fitness and what led him to change his life around. We also talk about some hiccups that he had during his first year of training and how he mentally and physically overcame them. It's an awesome podcast and it has a lot of information. I hope you guys enjoy it. Welcome to the Living Strong Podcast. Join us every Thursday as we sit down and discuss with your everyday and professional athletes, trainers, and health and fitness experts. Our goal is to inspire and challenge you to become the best version of you that can be. Good morning, because it's uh, the 2nd of November and it's 9 o'clock and we're recording a Living Strong podcast today with my guest, Jimmy Abraham. Jimmy, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. So, Jimmy, talk to us about yourself. What's, uh, what's the life of uh, Jimmy Abraham? Um, let's see. So, I guess uh, we are talking about um, living strong. So, I'll talk a little bit about my you know, fitness life, uh, professional life, just real quick. Um, I run operations for a software company here in Montreal. Um, I've been doing that for uh, this new company a couple months, but I've been doing that for the last few years. Um, from a fitness point of view, I, um, I mean, it's a lot of the same stuff that you like, Luca. It's, it's running, it's uh, cycling. Actually, I don't know if you bike. Um, no, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Big words, not yet. The uh, OCR world. Um, so I, I you know, kind of fell in love with all that uh, a few years back. And uh, yeah, so I'm, uh, I'm, I'm your, your regular Joe Schmo who uh, lost a ton of weight um, because, you know, uh, my life was going in the wrong direction, so I had to change that. And uh, yeah, I am I am here today. <laughs> so talk to us about what what you mean by your life was going in the wrong direction. <clears throat> so um, I, I very very specific. Okay. January first, two thousand sixteen, uh, I decided to start a health journey. Health journey. Um, I was. Uh, way overweight, uh, very unhealthy. I never did any physical activity when I was younger, high school. Physical activity was never never my thing. Um, what were you at around that time, you know? Um, yeah, I was pushing about 280. Wow. Yeah. yeah, 275. I don't know, I stopped looking. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think past 260, I just stopped looking. Yeah, <laughs> we all do. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so it was, uh, that was probably the worst, worst I'd ever been. Um, and, uh, I had just turned 40. I was just about to turn 40 and that, you know, kind of shifted my view of life. I said, I got to do something. Um, I had close friends that were very active. I have one friend in particular. She was into OCR. She'd done marathons. She's an ultra runner. 
And so I, I remember saying, you know, I think my, my, uh, my BHAG for the 2016, uh, you know, BHAG is big, no. hairy, audacious goal. Okay, cool. Yeah. Big, it, hairy, audacious goal. BHAG. Yeah, BHAG, uh, was, um, I'm going to run a half marathon in 2016 that I was like, I'm going to do this. Never ran ever a day in my life. And I said, I'm going to do this in 2016. So January 1st, 2016, I had a, an app on my phone. It was a couch to 5k and, uh, and I started. And you know, it says 5k, not 21. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. There were, okay. there were a bunch of them. Oh, okay. so the couch to 5k, <laughs> the 5k to 10k, 10k to 20k. Okay, okay. I was like, I had a plan. I had a plan. Um, it's funny. We have plans. Our plans don't always go. No, no, I don't. Plan. So January 1st, 2016, I, I did the first run. It was like 20 minute and it was like intervals of like, walk for five minutes or run for one minute. Yeah. It was really, really easy. Um, built up to the 5K, did my first real 5K in April. It was a Tour de l'Horloge. Yeah. Um, super proud of myself. That was your first ever first, race. First ever race. Um, I think I did my 5K in like 45 minutes. <laughs> and I was ecstatic. Yeah, I was sure. like, it's the best time ever. Yeah. Wow. Um, so I kept training. I did a 10K that summer. And I kept training and I was, uh, you know, really, I understood what, what getting fit was. I didn't understand food. Okay. Food and me had a, had a you know, um, love, love relationship. Yeah. I loved loving love, all, love food. Okay. <laughs> all of my food. So it was, uh, I, I had not learned that. Um, in August of 2016, um, I, I go out one morning, like I did for, you know, the longest, like I've been doing on a regular basis. Uh, it was for my long run. It was a, you know, Saturday morning. And you say long run, how was, how uh, I, was I back think, then? I think it was, I think my aim that day was probably nine or 10 K. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, and I, and I was like, I'm going to start with, you know, um, you know, pushing a little bit harder and then, you know, kind of gradually take it. Yeah. Take it easy. And I just, I could not, I just couldn't get going. I, I'd start running and I was like, man, like I just, I could not get going. And, uh, sorry, it was a Monday, not a Saturday. It was a Monday. And, um, I, I'm like, this is like, I can't get any energy. I can't, you know, so I come back home and I'm like, oh, man, I'm just feeling very down. I'm like, maybe I pushed too hard over the weekend. Maybe, you know, I couldn't really figure out what was going on. Um, so just, I'll jump to the end. Uh, I was having a heart attack. Great. It was not a movie heart attack where you fall over. Um, so, uh, you know, for the people out there that, that know what this is, it was uh, just, you know, losing strength in my hands. I was, uh, you know, getting cold sweats. I couldn't, uh, had no energy. And uh, I started Googling <laughs> my symptoms. And then I'm like, this doesn't sound good. And then I, you know, I'm like, but I can't be that bad. Like, you know, we, we push through crap, yeah. right? It can't be that bad. So I, uh, I'm recalling like 811 and told them my symptoms. And she's like, hang up and call 911. And I'm doing scenes to come get you. Oh, great. And I'm like, so I hang up and I tell my wife, maybe I need to go to the clinic. <laughs> <laughs> so so um, she brings me to uh, the hospital. Um, and I didn't, I didn't call 911. I didn't get an ambulance. Yeah. You know, go to the hospital, go to the triage, and uh, tell the lady, you know, what my symptoms are. And uh, they, put, they lay me down, give me uh, like a ECG, like this. Yeah. And uh, she says, okay, you know, you can go and wait. Um, we'll call you if, uh, if we need to see you again, we'll call you. Uh, but if you're fine, we'll have to wait to see the doctor, but it might be, you know, 
a, while. a few hours. Yeah, or days. As we walk back to the waiting room, I barely have a chance to sit down. They call my name. Oh. And I'm like, oh. That's not good. This is serious. Yeah. So anyways, long story short, that was the long version. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I uh, um, yeah, so I, I uh, they told me straight out, you're, you're having a heart attack. Uh, your right coronary artery is is blocked. Your heart's not getting, um, you know, the oxygen that it needs. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I had this is, I had a uh, I traveled a lot for work and I actually had a trip planned. I was like taking a flight like the next day, and so I'm thinking, oh, am I gonna make my flight? <laughs> <laughs> you're not even thinking about your heart. Yeah. You're thinking like, about your flight. Am I gonna make this? So, anyways. Um, they put me, you know, IV meds. They started pumping me with stuff. Um, and uh, the next morning, um, I went uh, for surgery, and uh, they put a stent okay. in. And, uh, it, I mean, I remember the moment so well. They go in through your arm. They go in through your wrist. Ooh. And you feel it going up. I, I swear, it's very, very weird. Uh, you feel it going up. And uh, he made it to the where the blockage was. And... Um, you know, like you're lying down under this big machine. The doctor, I'm totally conscious. The doctor's talking to me. That's crazy. And it is. It's, it's crazy. Technology today rocks. Yeah. Um, and I'm feeling like kind of blah. And then he's like, oh, there it is. And the, that moment, I swear, my eyes opened up. I'm like, wow. Oh, I'm good. <laughs> that was awesome. So he had just put the stent in yeah. and it reopened up the artery. Yeah, for sure. And um, so I'm thinking, thanks doc i'm good and um yeah no he told me straight up, i said so so you know what's the recovery for this you know he says well um you know at least two three i'm like two three days, days weeks? Days? like months oh shit and i'm like oh wait what <laughs> <laughs> so anyways that was um my heart attack experience and uh you know post that the recovery uh, I was going in every day um, to do like different recovery exercises. Yeah, sure. And uh, I, one particular cardiologist said, like they kind of knew my story that I had started running. And what that did, it did two things to me. It both um, accelerated my issue because I had plaques in my blood, like I wasn't yeah. eating healthy. So that, it accelerated my issue and it saved my life. Because she said, I remember the cardiologist said, more than likely at your age, uh, that condition would have killed you. But because you started doing intense mm -hmm. exercise, so yeah. your, your heart was actually getting oxygen through ancillary your heart was getting <clears throat> Your heart was getting stronger, so, technically speaking, yes. even though it was getting weaker. The, even though it was the arteries. Well, the arteries were yeah. getting. So she weak. said that you know, your heart was getting some oxygen, uh, oxygenated blood through ancillary means because that's what happens when you work out you're building all of these other ways for blood to flow through your system. Yeah. So she said, but um, it also accelerated your condition. So it, you know, gave you a heart attack and it saved your life. I'm like, okay. Um, in my mind, I, just so you know, right, I have not lost sight of my half marathon because yeah. uh, I, have not, I absolutely said, you know, okay, this sucked, <laughs> but I'm not going to lose sight of that. So from there, uh, that very long, slow recovery process. And uh, a couple months later, they gave me the green light. They put you on this, um, you ever done one of these fitness tests where they put you on a treadmill? And what happens is you start super, super, super slow. Like a VO2 max test almost. I, maybe that's what it is. And what happens is every 30 seconds, it, it speeds, speeds up, up and yeah. the incline goes up. 
Okay. I don't know, I don't know about that. Or 15 time. seconds. Incline goes up, speeds up. Incline goes up, speeds up. Incline goes up, speeds up. So I'm like, I can do this. <laughs> right? I think I lasted like, I don't know, like 11 minutes and I was finished. Yeah, yeah. And they were all really happy with that. They're like, you're good. You know, post heart attack like this, you know, you just did the test. Like you're good. After this, you, you can get back to regular exercise. And this is a few months later. So we're smack in the middle of winter mm-hmm. and it's like, all right, well, you know, uh, but I liked winter running. So uh, that's how I started in January. Yeah. Right. So I said, okay, I'll do that again. So I got back into running. So this is 2017. So January, 2017, um, I did the, the same race in April, the Tour de l'Horloge, um, to do the 5K again. And like, I, I think I broke like 40 minutes. Nice. <laughs> you know, it was good. Um, and I, the plan I had for the previous year is the plan I followed in the following year. And uh, in October um, of 2017, uh, I finally ran my first half marathon. Beautiful. Yeah. And uh, there, was a, there was a three hour cutoff, and I was slightly worried. Uh, but I made it under. <laughs> what was your time for your half? Oh, I think it was. I think it was like two hours and fifty minutes. It was, wow. it was slow. Yeah, but if you slow and it, it depends how you look at it, right? So yeah. two hours and fifty minutes. My five zero, not one five. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> five zero. Two two dots. Five zero. Yeah. For a half yeah. marathon, after having a heart attack, what? A, a about year. less than a year ago, yeah, a bit a year. more or less yeah. a year ago. That's pretty good. I if anything, that's really good. Like, <laughs> yeah. honestly, it was, uh, it was it was a humbling experience because I had a um, uh, a police escort for most of the because when you're, you're, in the back. <laughs> <laughs> when you're all the way in the back. You know, you got the ambulance, you got the cop, and it, it plays mind games with you because at any point I could have said I'm done, yeah. and my lift is like right there waiting for me, right? Um, so the the mind games it plays with you was was intense, but but I got it done, and I tell that story because. The, um, you know, when someone asks, oh, how long did it take you to train for your half marathon? 18 months yeah. <laughs> with a couple of hiccups along the way. Big hiccups. The, um, the, the, I mean, if I'm going to talk about that year, 2017, after the heart attack, obviously I learned uh, about food, food and, you know, proper fueling and, and proper nutrition. And that obviously changed, you know, everything. I didn't, that first year I lost some weight, like 2016, I did lose some weight. Just yeah, because but of you didn't out. lose. But it, yeah. it wasn't significant. Um, but like by the end of, um, you know, 2017, um, it was, you know, completely different person. I look at pictures of myself from then and now. And it's like, yeah, I saw some pictures of before and after. Yeah. You know, and they're like, what? That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, like I thought I had a crazy drastic before and after. But yours is awesome. The, um, I, I should Especially say, through everything you went through. I should say, um, the, the heart attack was just, I mean, that was probably the biggest thing, but um, I, I struggled all of 2017 with uh, planner for at least, plan, I can't even say it. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah. I can't even say it too. Um, I'll just, yeah. And uh, I remember <laughs> you know my, my, my uh, last long run, like I, it was like a month before the half. Yes. And I did like 17 kilometers and I was limping at the end of it because yeah. my foot hurts so much. Um, and then I did something really stupid and I went, uh, and, you know, played on trampolines with my kids Oh, nice! and, uh, and it, it tore. Yeah. This is two weeks before, before a half marathon. And, um, so, uh, I went to see the doc physio in Cairo and the Cairo is the one who actually fixed me up. And he says, well, you're not running for two weeks, but I'm like, he's a runner as well. Yeah. So <laughs> he, he goes, knows the, he goes, the... but you're, you're going to run the half, aren't you? I'm like, if I can stand, I'm doing it. 
So yeah, so uh, obviously the the you know heart attack is a big deal, but uh, you know the struggle with that throughout the year, and then it like just like giving up right giving up uh, two weeks before. Um, and so I, I, my taper was pretty drastic. I didn't run yeah, at, all. <laughs> at all. Maybe that's a good way of saying that. <laughs> and so, and then, you know, so yeah. And that's, um, throughout the year I learned, you know, calorie deficit. I learned, you know, proper protein, getting rid of the uh, red meat, like, uh, all of those things, um, started coming together and yeah. So there you go. That's, that's, so, uh, that's the story that got but, me the, that first through that first 18 months. Yeah. So when you're, you're talking about uh, food and nutrition, well, how, when you say it was really bad, what do you mean by really bad? I had, or, yeah, I had no concept of what calorie intake was, of what macros were. Like I had no idea any of that. So when um, I started working out, like, I, you know, back then I'm like, I read, you've got to eat protein. Yeah. So I was like, okay. Uh, you know, steak in the morning, steak for lunch, steak for dinner. <laughs> That's protein, yeah. right? But I, so, so you're eating still, like when you're eating, you're still eating homemade or were you eating out a lot more? Oh, I, I ate out a lot. You know, because yeah, also I, the job, right? Yeah, I was traveling a lot and uh, I ate, I, I'd say the majority of my meals were, were yeah. restaurant meals. Yeah. The, um, and not being careful, you know, like watching, uh, not, not looking at what I'm eating and just, yeah, because steak. even even if you do, let's say, have steak for breakfast, steak, it's not. The, I'm exactly. Yeah, no, I'm, I I know, but it's not. <laughs> it's not the worst thing if you're cooking yourself and you're eating it with not just steak and like, right, right. Depends how big the steak is, right? No, but when so I, I say, say that, that, that coming from a plant-based guy, but uh, <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that it really, I think when, when when like when your nutrition really goes to shit, let's say, is is the eating out because you don't know exactly what the fuck these yeah. people are putting inside your food. And you don't know how much salt they're putting. You don't know how much grease they're putting. So it, when when you're when you're mainly eating out and you're not eating homemade stuff right right off the bat, it's it's a proven fact that the more you eat out, yeah, the higher risk of obesity you have. Uh, even if you eat in and you're eating the same food like you're eating out, like let's say you make your homemade uh, Big Mac burger, <laughs> you have a better chance of not getting obese because yeah. it's everything homemade, right? So it's interesting to see that how. That's why I asked the questions to see how much of it was more, were you just eating in abundance of what you were making or were you eating in abundance of what you were making and an abundance of uh, restaurants and fast food? Yeah, it was a lot of fast food. Yeah. Um, it was, you know, my, my Tim Horton sandwich every morning. It was, uh, the, it was a lot of fast food. And whenever I traveled, uh, it was, you know, airplane food and uh, airport sandwiches. And, you know, so you have no idea what's, what's going in there the um uh but yeah it was it was not uh and that was one of the things that they told us you know post heart attack is sodium intake fat intake and sugar intake those are those are the biggest killers yeah. right sodium is only because the the uh you know it affects how how much water is in your blood and so it affects your blood pressure but um the uh bad fats and and um sugar uh are are, are the real killers like that's you gotta watch out the most because the, it's in everything. For sure. Cool. So we we spoke about basically how you fell in love with fitness. I'm guessing that's yeah. the 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 goal of the first half, right? Yeah. And then from there, you grew and you just built your more races and all that, right? The um the after that, I got into uh, trail running, and I, I I absolutely fell in love with with the trails. Yeah. And then I heard about like obstacle courses. 
So this is early. To, this is still 2017 now. This is, yeah, closer to 2018. Yeah, now we're we're kind of kind of going into 2018. My first obstacle course race was was last year. Okay. And um, when I say last year, month, the year that's 2018. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, it was, uh, and that was like, oh, this is awesome uh, because the running was was fantastic. But I realized that I had no strength. Right. It was just yeah, my legs got strong, but I, everything else. You know, you, you look at these. Um, you look at these marathoners and you look at these, you know, uh, sprinters. And I'm like, I like what the sprinter looks like more than I like. Yeah. <laughs> you know, cause they, they're, they're doing a lot of full body work. It's not just, just no, they're, they're doing cross training as well. Right. Yeah. So the first OCR. Yeah, it was, like the, uh, uh, it was, uh, the, uh, Spartan, uh, sprint in, um, Montreal, but it wasn't Montreal. It was, it was, uh, what was it? Was it? 2018 2018 wasn't more in heights no it was yeah that's it um yeah and uh that's uh, two weeks after that that's when we met yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> exactly um so i i recruited a couple of my friends because i wasn't going to do this alone but when i started the year i said one of my goal for the year is i want to do a spartan race and i'm, I'm not going to wait till later i want to i'm you know i'm going to train during the winter and as soon as I can, and it was like May, I'm like, I want to get, I want to do this. My goal was one. <laughs> My goal was to get through a Spartan race. A Spartan race. So, a. Yeah, it was one. in May. It was on Owl's Head. Uh, it was the sprint. Uh, myself and two of my friends. And uh, it took us like three and a half hours. <laughs> no, Owl's Head is not uh, oh, man. an easy mountain. Those, right? those climbs and those burpees was like... Um, that was that was insane yeah. uh but i don't know what about it that i love so much it was you know the the atmosphere the people um you find yourself like you know climbing and total strangers are are encouraging you yeah it's like wow okay i can i can keep doing this so yeah that was absolutely phenomenal and um then those jerks at spartan give you a third of a medal yeah <laughs> right what marketing genius yeah it is it is <laughs> so my friend Jody and I looked at this and he said, why do we get a third? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> We've got to figure out what this is. And then he dragged me <laughs> to the super and the beast. And, and I did that trifecta in the, um, first year. in the first year because there's no way I could, you know, either of us could keep a third of a man. No, of course. <laughs> I have many of those thirds downstairs and I, re <laughs> I regret not going for full medals. But, Just, you know, it's, it's, uh, I, I just uh, literally he when I say drag me I'm like you're nuts man my goal was one I'm happy we did it yeah you know, good job he's like no 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 I can do more I'm like oh man <laughs> but you know what it, 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 like even in in training aspect the 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 training that you have to do for Spartan races is, is very uh, is very good because you have everything in, in there so you said you like cycling you said you like to run and I want to build strength well Spartan race you could cycle. Because it's going to build up your like strength to yep. run. Obviously, you have to win. The, the strength aspect is there. So it's honestly one of, I would say, probably one of the only sports that I know of that, that takes and requires all those three. Because you're going to see, oh, well, a triathlon. But triathlon is just really swimming and biking yep. and running. Yeah. There's not that much of a strength aspect to it. The, um, the, the other thing I think about obstacle course races that makes it so interesting is the unknown. That if, you're, if you're, you know, trail running, you get those unknowns, but if you're doing, you know, flat road race no, or cycling no. or swimming, you kind of know what's, what you're doing. You're, you're 
cycling or your, yeah. you know, one step after the other. Uh, obstacle course is, it's, it's, there's no, um, you know, your heart rate's all over the place. Yeah, like you're, for sure. You're, you're running and then you're climbing and then you stop and you're standing in line to get over a wall. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? especially if you're doing the open heats, it's, uh, there's so many people doing it now. Yeah, exactly. You do have lines for Yeah, no, I have, I have not, no plans of doing elite or age group. Um, Why not? Uh, we'll see. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm not aiming to podium. I'm, yeah. I'm aiming to, to, complete, to complete, to do better yeah. and better. Uh, and I thoroughly enjoy the open aspect because the more people I can bring the and, you know, the funner it is. We did um, like other obstacle races with uh, a bunch of different people. We did like the mud run, uh, the mud hero, yeah. you know, that's my kids did their version of it. Like those are fun and, you know, it gets people out and active and, yeah. you know, that's, that's, that's the nice thing about it. Yeah. Cool. So if you would have to choose between I'm not going to take obstacle course racing into this. I'm, I'm thinking the question. Right. So you said you like to cycle and yeah. you like to run. If you would have to choose between one sport, between the two, yeah, what would be your favorite? Um, I, I'd have to stick to running. Running? Yeah, I have to stick to running. I love cycling because um, I feel like I can actually get somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> right? If I'm, if I'm running for an hour, um, okay, yeah, I'll get, you know, 10 kilometers away. But if I'm cycling, you know, I can actually, like, make it across the city or like get something done. Um, so that's what I love the most about cycling. I, I'll rarely do a bike ride. Like I'll, you know, you'll run a loop. I'll rarely, I'll rarely cycle a loop. Like it's usually I plan my day around some long cycling to get something done and then, you know, come back. Like that's, that's why I like it is because yeah. it's, you know, my own power instead of gasoline, but it's, uh, I can actually get somewhere. Yeah. Um, in you know a quarter of the time it would take me to uh, to run it, so and yeah. I'm not as you know gross and sweaty. <laughs> That's true. That's very very true. You know? So uh, and I have like a uh, um, a rack on the bike, so and also like take stuff with me. And, yeah, you know, sure. it's just it's, it's, I, it's a it's lot. Practical. It's more practical. Yeah, you start taking stuff with you, a backpack with you, and you start doing some new running. And, you have to bring all the clothes, you have to bring yeah. this, bring that, the extra shoes, the being the bank. So it, it gets weight already. So yeah. It's like you're rucking. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And to ruck uh, 20 kilometers to work one morning, it's not the greatest thing, right? No. And so if I had to choose a sport as in like a sport to keep training, yeah. um, it, it would definitely be, definitely be running. Yeah. Uh, and if I had to choose a kind, it'd be trail running because yeah. I love the trails. I just love the, the unknown of it. I love the atmosphere of it. Um, I, I love the, you know, incline, decline. Yeah, I know. It's beautiful out there, right? Yeah. yeah. And you get to see all kinds of different mountains, the trees, the colors, and the, the fall. Yeah. It's beautiful. It, 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 absolutely. Uh, like all the seasons, even in the winter, it's, uh, you know, you get some places that are just absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. When we met back in uh, 2018, we met at the Mech training for, what was that race? I, I didn't even attend because no, I had to go I, away for work yeah, but, it was, like, um, the day before. It, it, I think it was the I think it was the Tromblon one. I think it was the week before. Was Tromblon one? I don't remember. The, I, I don't remember either. Yeah, but anyway. Yeah. So we met at the training for it. Yep. And you mentioned something to me very interesting at that while we were running together on that mountain. You mentioned to me that you had a goal to race one race every month. Yep. Did yep. you complete that in twenty eighteen? Um, you on the spot. Uh, yeah. Oh, man, I I uh, let's see. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, it, I think, I think the month I missed, I think it was the, um, I think it was the February and 
the, um, I want to say November. So I think I got 10 months out of 12 cool. where it was a, like a real sanctioned race. And um, I think the November one, I got frustrated. So I did like a virtual race. Like, you know, you're ordering metal online. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm like, man, I wanted it. Um, and uh, yeah, so uh, so I, I, I was close. I was close. But so it's really, really cool. Yeah. I, I, um, and it was any kind of race, right? It was like uh, any, any sanctioned race. Any so sanctioned, yeah. Obstacle or trail or road or, you know, wherever it was. Um, it forced me to build my program around knowing that I've got, I got to be serious every month. month yeah. Um, yeah. No slack. One, one of the things that, you know, for me that drives me is the goal of a race. Yeah. If, if I have the goal of a race, I don't mind being strict with myself when I don't have the goal of a race. I'm, I'm, uh, as much as I'm, I lose the determination is not the same. Yeah. You know, well, that's the same for me too. Right. Like that's why I built now my, uh, I found that I was slacking a bit. So that's why I built my race schedule and I kind of like overbuilt it. I might not do all the races on my race schedule, but I put them all there because I'm like, well, it's time to, to buckle down and get serious. So you have to work out like a beast yeah. every morning. And honestly, like this week that we're recording has been a hectic week for me. So I haven't, usually I would get my five workouts in in the morning. I probably did three out of the five because it's just been a crazy week. Yeah. And I already feel like, fuck, man. I'm like one step behind. Yeah, so like I, next I, week, I'm like trying to think of how could I double up on myself. Like, it's crazy. I'm gonna say, um, uh, pay for a few of those races, and then all of a sudden, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, I already paid. <laughs> I already paid for a few. Yeah. So, so it's already in the back. Like, damn, yeah. I already paid for this after. And and I'm going age group. So like my goal now oh, is probably nice. Oh, so that's amazing. That's amazing. I need yeah. to like. I really need to put my mind into it, right? So, the um, I think the the you know the determination because I, I found something out that motivation is nice, but it doesn't last no. motivation uh, in French. La motivation vient après l'action. You, you got to start and then you're motivated to finish, but yeah. the motivation to start isn't always there. No, that's based on determination. It's based on your commitment. And when you have that commitment, you have that determination then, and you know why, <laughs> know your reason why yeah. then all of those things can come together. Yeah. But if uh, you don't have your reason why, like, race or health or whatever it is and you don't have the determination it's really easy to, to backslide mm. also don't beat yourself up because no three out of five is still better no than of course zero out of five, like no of course right? I'm, I'm i'm happy i was still able to get in the workouts that i got in but if i look at my schedule i feel like you're you're know. You're, yeah. you're slacking man you're slacking so it's just also the way you have to deal with uh with life and how you have to implement your, your, like you said, you're a prime example, right? You had a, a half marathon plan and bang. All right, that, that, that. <laughs> so like you, you have like life throws you curveballs and you have to be able to catch them and fucking or hit them. Yeah, that's more, yeah, that's a yeah, better, yeah. Life throws you a curveball and you have to hit it out of the park still at every time. Right. So, and I, you're a prime example of that, which is really, really cool. And that's what I'm trying to do in my life too. Right. So now that we're in 2019, what is your current lifestyle? How do you go about your day, yeah. like uh, health-wise, fitness-wise, just regular? So uh, something I, I when I'm when I'm on point, because you know you're on point, then you're off point. When I'm on point, um, I'm in bed by ten. Okay. I'm, I'm up at five. Nice. And it's um, regardless if I'm if I'm training or not. But I'll you know morning training or morning you know spending time uh, planning. Journaling, whatever you want to yeah. call it, uh, but 
I find that that five to seven in the morning to me is, is 10 times more productive than the, uh, you know, 10 to midnight at night. Yeah, for sure. Um, so when I'm on point, so I, I make that, a, I say that because I'm but not point, always on when, point. When you mean on point is because you have a race coming up or just, uh, um, I, I, I got a, it's a discipline, right? Okay. To, to, to get there. And then, uh, for whatever reason, you know, come in late, go out, whatever. And then it's like, you, you fall off your schedule. Yeah, you fall off your schedule. It takes a couple of days to get back, to get back on. Sometimes a couple um, of weeks. So like we had our, our, the race last week. Yeah. And so since then I, right now i don't have anything else planned yes yeah, so my whole week has been off point <laughs> you know probably why my my you know my voice is going good yeah. you know i'm not being careful but um i was i told myself i said okay you know i can't do the living strong podcast and not get back on it yeah so, exactly you know i'm like okay i'm uh it's a really good motivator uh, it is, it is. I love it. absolutely um i love the guests you've had i love yeah. listening like i do i don't know fanboy now uh, so it's uh, um, that get back to your question. So uh, you know, I get my seven hours of sleep. Um, I'm I'm uh, going back to counting calories because um, I lost track. I got into yeah, like so a, we spoke about yeah, last week. Got right? you know, taking it easy, um, and I just feel you know not as good as I felt before. So I want to get back to that feeling of you know feeling fresh, feeling strong. So, and I know that nutrition is a huge, huge piece of that. You know, I, I could forego, I remember like, uh, I, you know, I got to deal with injuries every once in a while and I can forego working out for a week. But if I'm, if I'm eating properly and it's I'm fine. on point, then I feel great. Yeah. You know, I feel absolutely great. So because if, let's say you're, you're on point, you're the term on point. So you're on point means you're in bed by 10, you're up by five. Even if you're up by five and you don't work out, you're up by five, so you're keeping that routine yep. of yep. being up by five. I, and that's where I find sometimes I, I myself uh, get off point is because I'm so, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm so determined to, okay, in bed by 9.30, 10. Like, I, I'm like, they call me the old man. I'm in bed by <laughs> 9.30, 10, and I want to be up. My goal is to be up before 6 o'clock. In my journal, I have a little checkbook. Whenever I'm up by six o'clock, I get a little ding. Like that's awesome. Ring. Yeah. So, the the fact that sometimes when I get up earlier than six, I'm really really pumped. I get a crazy workout in. When I'm up after six, then I start my my I have a, a ticking clock. Because then that first day, okay, I'll get up at six thirty, and it's 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 like natural. Like okay, next day I'll get up at seven, and all of a sudden at seven thirty, I'm not, I'm still in bed, and it takes me like three or four days. It doesn't mean that I'm I get up at 6.30, get up at 7.00, I'll still go do my workout in the morning, but I just lost two hours of more productivity that yeah, I had yeah, yeah. than if I would have woke up at, at, at 6.00. So if you keep, even if you're off point on your training, or even if you're off point on your nutrition, but you still have that, the, the, that's not that rigorous, uh, rigorous schedule, schedule, that schedule yeah. that you're up by 5.00, well, you're up by 5.00, what are you going to do? Right? You're being productive. You're being productive. Yeah. You, okay, you're up by five. You're going to be working. Fine. You're being working because you have to manage your business. Fine. You're working. But you're still up by five. You're still keeping that, that time slot there. You're, still, you're, not, you're not giving in to the, the comfiness of your bed yeah. and all that, which I find is probably really important, on, especially on your case too, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 uh, it's absolutely, absolutely key. And um, yeah, the... Uh, up early and it's true that five to seven in the morning i feel like it's it's you know 
it's my time. And if I want to be reading, if I want to be working out, if I want to be whatever it is, whatever it is, it's your it's, time. It's that's the kids are still asleep. The wife is still asleep. Yeah. Dog's still sleeping. It's amazing. Exactly. <laughs> it's amazing. You go downstairs, you have your life to yourself. So um, when me and Jamie connected, we connected on a lot of things. So we connected on running, we connected on obstacle racing, yep, yep. connected on cigars and cigars and yeah. scotch. <laughs> so, which I find really awesome, the fact that you, you like when I, when I think of a person that has a super well-balanced lifestyle, I always think of you because you do, like you tell me the, the races, you, you plan to do 12 races in a year, you did 10. You still did the 12 because, like you said, you got the, the virtual <laughs> races there. But you still enjoy your life. Yeah. yeah. And that's when I want to know is what, how do you work around that? Like, how do you be able to still party? Yeah. And still have the time to work out. And even after the fact that everything you went through, you still make sure that you have that time to, to let loose and yeah. enjoy life. I want to say balance is, is, so incredibly important in everything every all aspects of life uh, balance um we can we can get so entrenched in anything um too much of anything isn't good everything yeah. in moderation right and it goes hand in hand with um if you're over strict with yourself uh over strict well the thing is you know everyone's level is different i say over strict with yourself for one person uh you know they look at us and they think we're crazy yeah you know but um for others it's you know it's different so i balance is so important so uh i do plan you know it, the only way to do it is to plan and i and i kind of have a good idea of the weeks that i could take it more easy and say okay i've i've done all of these you know i've worked all of these um i've accomplished these races or i've accomplished this uh you know what i needed to get to time to you know take a moment Enjoy yourself look around make sure i'm not missing something you know reconnect with people and uh that often and i i cigars is like i you know sounds like i had one yesterday even though yeah <laughs> but it's uh, uh it, it's a great way because that's another community I think community is really important. Our running community is amazing. OCR community is amazing. Yeah. And there is a cigar community as there well. Is. It's crazy. And, and that community uh, will support us, you know, us, me, like wherever, yeah. in, uh, in its own way. And uh, being able to, you know, sit back and just be appreciative of the fact that I can be here at the moment and like just take the time to be in the moment. Um, it, it's all part of the balance or else you lose sight of why you know yeah. so um and i think that it's it's knowing listen i'm, I'm not gonna plan a, to go have a cigar uh you know three days before a race no like of course you know it's just not gonna happen you, you work out your your system you work out you your, know your so schedule. it's uh but i'll know like when is the lull I'll, i know you know and sometimes you gotta just uh, plan around it like uh you know when uh, friends getting married and i know that i'm gonna be it's that's that's what's going on yeah. Like, okay, that's what's going on. I, I choose, very conscious of all my decisions, right? I choose, it's okay to enjoy myself. I'm, I'm not falling off track. I'm enjoying myself and I'm, I'm allowing myself to enjoy myself. Yeah. And, then, and the next morning, the next day or whatever, you get know, back on track. I'll, I'll, I'll get back on track. That's so, why I, I love that you could be able, you're able to do that. And it 
it's just short, you short have to yeah balance is is so so important because um, or else we lose sight of yeah. you know why we want to do this of course yeah i totally agree so if if we look at your your whole uh, lifestyle lifestyle change and everything what would be the number one thing that have brought to you uh since 2016 yeah. what what would be the, the that brought to you that you're most proud of is it the medals is it the, the fact that you're healthy is the fact that you could do more sports with the kids what what is it that one thing just one thing um there's um if you have multiple it's fine yeah there's 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 quite a few but i think the highlight for me was when i was able to run a 5k with my son at um uh, uh the belle rivière okay. they they organized you know it was it was a trail race and uh, he and i um and he was like training and you know i was kind of telling him how to how to train he'd go do his runs around you know a couple yeah. couple k around the house and um we ran together and the fact that i could do that yeah um because really you know what got me started in thinking i need to change my lifestyle is i was seeing i, I had two boys i have two boys i'm seeing them you know get older and i'm thinking one day they're going to have kids i want to be around for that i want to be around to see them grow up i want to be around and so um you know when uh tommy and i were able to run uh that 5k together in in the woods at Guadalupe Riviera and uh, he thoroughly enjoyed himself it was a rainy it was a miserable day but yeah. we were just we were just having fun and uh he he had a great pleasure in passing people and like getting through the crowd and i had to keep up with him but i could yeah. you know uh i think that you know and the fact that um now my wife talks about hey let's go for you know a walk in the woods i'm like okay you know we let's go and and i'm the one dragging her out whereas you know back then it took everything to get me off the couch or yeah, you know for sure i'm like i'll drive you there and i'll wait in the car <laughs> <laughs> you know so now it's it's you find time together in uh, in nature and just yeah. getting out so no for yeah. sure and it's crazy to sh to see like like you just said before you're like okay i'll drive you there that's what's 2016 that's like three years ago right yeah now yeah. you're like okay let's go and let's you're go. dragging her there <laughs> yeah, you know exactly exactly so it's really really cool to yeah. see how how things change in perspective there, there's something i should say because i don't know how many you know of your listeners have um are, are hate not hate running but are you know against it or just not fans of it yeah. uh one of the biggest changes uh was someone told me go and get the right kind of shoes yeah of course and now we take it for granted because we've been doing it for a while but if there's anybody that's that you know wants to start um go and get fitted for the right kind of shoes uh you yeah. know they'll tell you about pronation and stuff like that but that's not important you ask the guy you go to a running store and you a get good them running store a good not running a sport store. expert exactly a, a running store a running store and get fitted for the right kind of shoes the in my life um i always had issues with like my feet were always a problem i always had yeah. pain and it's because i never got shoes that were wide enough and i didn't realize how you know the the form of my foot affected the rest of my body of course and so that change is what i think allowed me the physical you know capability to get all of those runs and all of that yeah, other for stuff sure. for so. sure no it's it's really important and also like if if we start getting into that one there's so much items and gear that you could uh think like uh, uh what's that like uh, oh i need this i need that 
you really don't. Right. The, the most important thing, especially in running, and I would even say obstacle course racing, is the shoes. Absolutely. Once you have the shoes set, you could be wearing fucking cotton. I don't give a shit. If your feet are fine, you could go far. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Your feet are comfortable, yeah. you could go far. Like I run now and I, I uh, transition to zero drop, uh, but I still have some cushioning, so I'm more running in ultras. When I'm running trail, I have less cushioning, so it's it's easier to, for my foot to grip. When I'm yeah. running road, I realized I want to transition to zero drop and I had less cushioning. It, it wasn't the greatest feeling. As soon as I added some cushioning to my zero drop, I'm running on clouds. Okay. So uh, sometimes I still run. Uh, the, the other running shoes I have are about like maybe a four or five millimeter drop, six millimeter drop. And yeah, I feel, not that I, I feel bad, but I still feel like I'm, I'm uh, stopping myself. Maybe right, that's the right, right, right word right. to use. Yeah. So I really think for myself, and this is not an expert advice. I haven't got an expert. It's just a lot of research I did and the type of running. I, I checked the, the sole of my shoe, where my foot is falling and everything. I need to have that wide issue. So I did a lot of research and that's where it led me to. But I do, like it took me three years to figure out that solution. I could have figured out that solution right away if I want to like uh, run a room or something <laughs> yeah. and get my, 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 my test, right? Yeah. So it's really important and the whole law, uh, the knees and this and that, it's going to hurt for the first couple of times, especially if you're overweight. Yep. When I was 300 pounds and I was running, it fucking hurt. Yep. Now I'm 185 and I'm running and it's that's amazing. Man. It's, it's, amazing. it's, it's easy. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a walk in the park, right? So it all takes you out. It's going to hurt your knees. Yeah, but it's because you have all that weight. Once that weight sheds off, you're going to see it's not going to hurt your knees. It, it, it gets easier and easier, yeah. and it feels better and better. <laughs> of course, of course. Yeah. So what's uh, some um, current, well, because the year is not over yet, but what's <laughs> some current and future goals for you uh, coming up in 2020? Um, I, 2020, I'm, uh, I definitely want to get back into the uh, – the Spartan world. Okay. Uh, so especially I, we're going into the U S. Yeah. 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 So I, I'm, uh, I think, um, I want to do a trifecta at least one. I'm thinking, you know, possibly two, but I'm thinking I need what I don't have. And what I need is what is my BHAG? What is my big hair? Yeah. for 2020. And I'm thinking it's, it's going to be like a beast at Killington. Yeah. That's what we were talking about. Last you know, week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm thinking, that's scary enough to make you to, wanna, to make me yeah, like that's I can, fucking scared. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Like I'm so, scared about it. <laughs> so I'm thinking I, I need to figure out what that is. And I think that's what it is. Um, it might be Quebec. It might be, I know it's not going to be like Ontario because it's, you know, pretty far yeah, over far there. Course, yeah. Um, so well, Quebec, we, it's only on more Heights and there's no beast. There's, oh, there's okay. No, they, they took out the outside this year. Okay. Well, no, isn't there a Quebec city one? No, no, no oh, because okay. what happened this year, uh, because we got transitioned to the um, U.S. races, and uh, I only know this because I became a Spartan ambassador uh, not too long ago, um, but uh, they used to have two uh, built teams, right, Canada, so one for the East Coast and one for the West. That's why we had so many races in Ontario and Quebec. Because we had our own built We team. had our own built ah, okay. But now because Spartan US is taking it over and they really want to bring the US to Canada, so that means the whole big show with the DJ, with the after party, like a really crazy venue. With the obstacles, like the with twister. The obstacles, oh, no. like the twister. <laughs> so like all the US obstacles are coming. The US uh, festival is coming. That's pretty but awesome. the thing is, to do that costs a lot of money. So to have two built teams do that, it's 
extremely expensive. So what they did is for this year, they're doing a one-built team, and that's doing the whole Canada. So that's why okay. there's less races uh, in Canada, but there's still enough for to, to complete at least two trifectas. Uh, but it's because these built crews have to drive from like Quebec to the West and then the West to Ontario. So that's why the schedule is a bit, not fucked up, but it's a bit weird compared to other years. Yeah. But give it this year to rebuild it. It's because Spartan has to rebuild its name, Canada, right? So once it rebuilds its name, and I think this year is giving that year, next in 2021, you're going to see that the races are not combat. So so maybe it will be Killington then. If there's yeah, yeah, well, beast, uh, yeah, because the, the, the big beast in on the east coast is, on, is uh, Ontario. Like it's going to be an easy one. Well, yeah, it can be an easy one. Well, relative, relative easy good. compared to so something to because I've done that one, right? That yeah. was the beast I did for my trifecta. Well, it's not, it's not, no, it's not done true. Oh, it's not Dungeon. No, I'm not called, uh, yeah, it's not Dungeon. It's, uh, I forgot where it is. Uh, it's in, uh, it's in Ottawa, I think. Okay. Yeah. It's, well, Calabogie was, Calabogie was, was a tough one. Yeah. Well, it was okay. There was, oh. that, there was a bit of that swim there, that little, uh, yeah. Little thing. <laughs> <laughs> The, um, so yeah, so getting back to your question. Yeah. <laughs> so 2020, I'm, I want to get back in, uh, and like, I got to figure out, um, and that's what I've been, you know, thinking about recently is what is it that I, is going to drive me to be better? Uh, you know, what is the better version of me? Um, you can't fix a problem at the same level of thinking that you used to create it. Yeah. Right. So what is the better version of me? Uh, and something like that would require a better version of me to accomplish. Yeah. Um, because I mean, like the 10K we did, you know, uh, last weekend, it was great, but I was training, but I, I, I know I could do it. You know, yeah. it was there, it was fun. It was, you know. Well, like we did a 15K before the race. Right, the day before, it right? Let's crazy. It wasn't, yeah. uh, it's not worried about it. Yeah, you know? it's not, it's not, that too, me too. And, and that's why I, I'm doing two things to, to like Dave Audacious go, whatever you call it. <laughs> Is because I I found I found myself okay I could do a sprint, I'm I'm used to it right 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 so that's why I said this year okay I'm gonna do a sprint I'm not gonna do it open I'm gonna do a sprint and I want to compete in it so that's why I'm I'm pushing myself into age group and I'm pushing myself into races that I never did a trifecta I haven't not just because the past two years that I've been into the Spartan world I've been crazy getting married uh, buying a house so like I didn't have the time or that yeah, yeah, funds. Yeah. To be able to uh, go out and do these yeah, races. it's expensive. I got it's a budget great. for this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, do. <laughs> absolutely. So it, it just shows that when you do, and that's why this year, I guess that would be my goal. Is that my goal is to, to at least podium one race out of the God knows how many I have on my schedule. Oh, dude, you can do it. Yeah, my goal, my goal is there, and yeah. uh, my training is 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 on point right now uh, to, for that. So we'll see how that goes. So so yeah, so it's for you to get back into to yeah. To I think the yeah. Um, to find that big one, and I think that might be it. And um, I want to get my, I want to get faster. Uh, I want to. I'm probably going to do less long distances. I'm going to do more shorter Short distances. distances. Um, I want to be able to do like my other big goal is I want to accomplish 10k in under an hour. Never done that. We'll do it. Yeah, and I know. I'm you know, following you. you. Know, following you, I'll do you, it. Man. You know, you know. Every time we I, run together, you always I get, get faster. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. So, uh, so I think um, those, those are those are the things I'm working on. Uh, that's the direction I want to go because I know what it's going to take to accomplish that physically, mentally, the grit <laughs> required, yeah. um, and uh, keeping myself on point to get there. So. Yeah, cool. 
So uh, we're, we're coming close to an end on the, on the show today, and uh, usually what we always do, well, usually what we always do on the <laughs> the Living Strong podcast yeah. is I ask you for three tips uh, for the audience on how they could live a healthier and stronger life. So, what would be your three tips uh, for the audience? Um, I, you know, as I've listened to your podcast and love this yeah. uh, segment of it, uh, I've been thinking about you know what well, what I could I say yeah. I, and and. I'm like, oh man, pressure, <laughs> pressure. Um, I think that the number one thing I would say is um, uh, patient, consistent, persistence. That. Uh, so that's like that's like number one. Or that's number that, one. Wow, that's like two yeah. things in number well, one. So this is gonna be like a level up on this. Patient, one. persistence, consistently being paid. Mix up those words. I yeah. you want it, but got to be consistent you've got to be persistent but you have to be patient because uh it's it's you know i think the best analogy is you can't grow a plant by by giving it three gallons of water no right plant will grow by giving it a little bit of water a little bit of sun every day and that's how a plant grows and that's how we grow is it's a little bit every day that's the consistency but the, the roots got to come out. You're not going to see progress for a while. Like it's just, you know, but that's where the patience comes in. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, that persistent consistency of just you follow the process, you know, the process, just, just do it. I think to me, when I, when I'm, you know, if I get discouraged, like oh, I'm not, I'm not there, I'm not seeing it. Um, I just got to keep telling myself, no, this is good. I'm following the process that I know works. Let's just, I'm just going to keep doing it. And I can't let myself, you know, uh, get get discouraged about it. So I think that would be the number one thing that I'd, I'd want to say. Okay. Um, and that kind of, you know, <laughs> yeah, trumps everything else. Yeah. Uh, the uh, um, the second tip I'd say, and this sounds like a cliche because you know people say this all the time. Well, hey, uh, if I can do it, you can do it, right? And um, I'm gonna say uh, no, that's not true. Uh, Find your why, find out why you want to do it. Then I believe that anybody could do it because if you're not doing it for a reason, you're just, you're just not, you're never going to, you know, you always need that why. You always, always need that why. It's so bad. You get off track so bad. And 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 we all know it. it, The thing is we don't like to share it because we don't like to show that we're off track. Exactly. Exactly. Um, So know your why, uh, you know, I'd say is my number two. And then um, uh, it kind of, you know, relates to number one, but something that I've had to, uh, to uh, accept is you got to trust the process because, uh, you know, if you're trying to lose weight, uh, it's not going to be overnight. It's, it's no one, uh, you know, no, no one got, uh, you don't get fat by eating one Big Mac. No. And you don't lose weight by eating one salad. <laughs> no, exactly. I, like, I like that. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So it it took me, you know, forty years to get to where I was. <laughs> yeah. You know, can't expect it. Um, so trust the process, and uh, you know, trust the process. And when you get into uh, the slump or whatever, you just you know, trust the process and and keep running with it. Get it? See what I did there? Run yeah, with it. Running with it. I like that. I like that. <laughs> we'll, make, we'll make a T-shirt out of that. So. 
Jimmy, it comes to the time now where we share your social media. Sure, sure. So where could people find you? Where could they hit you up? Where could they send you some motivation? Yeah. What's um, the best place? I, so uh, Instagram is kind of the only place that I'm active. Um, it's funny because my Instagram is uh, Jimmy underscore V2. And uh, people ask, you know, what's V2? And it's, it's version two of Jimmy. Oh, nice. <laughs> you know, that's that Jimmy underscore V2 is because uh, I think the vast majority of my Instagram is all about um, my, my health and fitness journey. Yeah, There's a couple is. other things thrown in there, yeah. you know, but uh, that's, that's mostly what it's all about. Um, and uh, professionally on LinkedIn, look me up, Jimmy Abraham, if you want to, you know, there connect you professionally. But um, if you want to talk about, um, you know, health and fitness, uh, Instagram is, is uh, the best place to, uh, to find me. Do you still travel a lot? Will work? Um, much, much less. Oh. Much less. Because yeah. I was going to say to have everyone follow you on Strava because whenever, <laughs> whenever you travel, you always like his Strava is so cool because whenever he's traveling, like Jersey, Florida, you're running in the cold and you see this guy <laughs> running on the beach and you're like, fucking Jim. Well, I am, I am going to be in Miami. In, oh, nice. uh, in a couple weeks. Okay, so, so let's I'll, follow I'll, you on Strava. <laughs> yeah, follow me on Strava. Strava, it's, uh, I, I don't know, yeah. have a link. It's Jimmy Abraham. I yeah, know, so I'll, I, there's, there is a link. There I, is. I had to look really deep into Strava to find that oh, link. Yeah, I didn't know that. I but there is a, a link to, to, to each person's account, unless you're a private account, but you're not I, a private no, account. No, no, so no. People, I, it's basically your name, Strava.com, I think, backslash your name. Really? Uh, yeah, with a couple numbers in between there. But yeah, I'll uh, I'll post the link uh, in the show notes for everyone to, to follow you. It's really good. it's really cool. And well, I like it because following you on Strava, you see all these other places, all these other routes. Yeah, that you yeah. can run if ever you do end up going to these areas. And like, oh shit, Jimmy did that. Okay, that's a good idea. If I have to travel there or, or not, that's a cool little spot. Thanks. I, I remember it. even once you travel. I saw on Instagram you travel and you did like a race. Yeah, that was yeah. so cool. You didn't <laughs> yeah. travel for the race. You traveled no. for work and you were there over yeah. the weekend. And it was, yeah, it was, uh, I, I found out there was this thing that they called uh, um, Storm the Bastille. It was in Milwaukee. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, oh, there's a 5K. Okay, I'll go sign up. So that, that, and it was an evening. I didn't realize there was a whole party going on around it. So I show up and it's like, I came here for a race. And there's people drinking and smoking cigars. I'm like, Darn, no, I'm going for a race. <laughs> so I signed up for the race, got the shirt, and you know, did the 5K. It was just a blast. There's, yeah. You know, I was like, that was a much better way of, you know, that's when I was on point and I was being careful. I'm walking right by the guys, you know, selling their cigars. I'm like, that's not what I'm here for. I'm here to go. I'm, I'm here, here to go race. Maybe right. after yeah. I get the cigar. Who knows? <laughs> then after, really? Yeah. yeah you're going to be like, oh. Can I get some whiskey or hydrate? <laughs> no. Celebratory whiskey and cigars. Come on, man. <laughs> Oh, that's amazing. The, uh, thanks so much. I and I want to just encourage you, Gianluca, to keep going with this podcast. Thank you. It is thank uh, you. fantastic, and I'm thoroughly enjoying listening to it. Thank so, you. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you for being uh, part of the the show today. Uh, your story is incredible, and I think it's gonna the it's gonna show that uh, to a lot of people that anything is possible in life, uh, no matter what uh, life throws at you. Uh, you just have to hit the curveball out of the park. And like you did, you did that, right? Yeah. So uh, thank you so much for being a guest today. Uh, everyone's going to love this podcast. I already know. I already see the comments flowing in. <laughs> I'm envisioning all the comments flowing in. So uh, thank you so much. And everybody out there, thank you for uh, tuning in today. Uh, and keep living strong. If you guys like this episode of the Living Strong Podcast, don't forget to like, comment, and share wherever you listen to your podcast. 
And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a review. It will help us out so much. Thank you and keep living strong. Thank you for listening and being part of the Living Strong Podcast. Till next time, keep living strong. Thank you.